Blog Talk Radio. White House. I can't figure it out either. He really needs to concede. But anyway, that's just my opinion. Welcome to Desperate House Witches. My name is Raina Starr. Desperate House Witches is not a PG, G, R, or even an X-rated show, so with bad language, bodily functions, dirty talk, or anything else I might say might upset you, this may not be the show for you. Desperate House Witches is brought to you by the one, the only, the incredible, the utterly wicked one herself, the amazing Dorothy Morrison. Check out www.wickedwitchstudios.com. She is about to release her 2021, actually, Blessing Balls. You guys know Raina never buys one ball because all balls must come in pairs. That is just the way it is. So check out wickedwitchstudios.com. And if you need those goods shipped overseas, Check out at theangrycauldron.com. They do all of Dorothy's international shipping. So, okay. So I've got to tell you guys, I'm really excited about today's guest because I have been a fan of this woman for quite some time. She has a shop called Modern Mystic in Atlanta, Georgia. And they, she and her husband have released this Spells for the Modern Mystic kit it's fantastic ritual guidebook and spellcasting kit so joining me for the hour is kelly knight hey kelly hi how are you oh my gosh i am so excited to talk to you so like i was just saying i've been coming to your store for a few years now you're at the pond city market in beautiful atlanta georgia and the way i found you was during a bit of time off from the Mystic South Conference one year, my husband and I had been really eager about going to uh, the Pond City Market. It's very famous. And we happened Mm -hmm. upon your store, and we walked in, and it had such a great vibe and such great staff that we were instantly in love. So we've been Mm -hmm. buying stuff from you for quite some time. And then you came out with this, this kit. What was the inspiration? Well, uh, first of all, the kit is an amalgamation of my personal practice and my uh, husband Brandon's personal practice. We practice ritual magic. And so we had been creating these individual spell kits, five of them, um, and selling them for a few years. And they were really popular, and people were getting great results from our road opener kit and our love kit, et cetera, that I decided to put it together as a proposal for a book because we had so many more spells that we wanted to include and uh, the popularity of the kits individually that we were hand making in our shop made me believe that there would be an audience for deeper content instead of just a pamphlet, you know, the whole book and how we can teach people to use these spells for transformation. And luckily enough, Harper Collins likes the idea and 
you know, we're a product-based business, so the idea of just doing a book was, I mean, I would have definitely yeah. just done a book, don't get me wrong, but the fact that we could uh-huh. pair it with all of the tools that you need to do it was a no-brainer for us, and it was really aligned with our brand, and then also, you know, there are people in middle America or, you know, that don't have access to a modern mystic store like ours, and I wanted them to be able yeah. to get the book and practice that night if they wanted to. Yeah, I mean, this book is, I mean, the kit is great, and it's not overly, I mean, it's not cumbersome. There's not 9,000 moving pieces. You've made it very easy. Uh, you provided okay. oils, incense, candles. You've got pretty much all the elements there except for water, which you would add yourself anyway. It's not like you're going to ship water. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, it's really, it's really complete, and I love that. Thanks. But you didn't make Thanks. it over... You didn't make it overbearing. It's very, let's get to the point. You need to do this. Here's your spell. Here's your way. Now you're set. I love that about this. It's so cool. Oh, thank you. But before, yeah, it's like a cookbook oh, kind it. of. Yeah, we no, kind of approached it like a cookbook. Yeah, I noticed that, which I love because you made it really simple. I mean, but I love, I mean, and I, of course, you know, going through the spells, and I'm like, oh, cool. You know, you've got all the, the the stuff. You explain what everything is. You explain the elements. You yes. explain the colors used. Yes. You explain, I mean, yes. you really were very inclusive on the information. You've got sigil work in here, which you would not expect from something this size. And, you know, I was going through it because, you know, a lot of people are like, yeah, you know, I want a spell for this or that. But there's stuff you included that I'm like, oh, a lot of people don't include stuff like that. And here's and this is the one that blew me away, okay? Because Which I one? always talk about the need to undo magic that is no longer serving you or if you change yeah. your mind. Most people cast a spell and they walk away from it and they forget that all that shit is still hanging there, even though they may have changed their minds about something. So mm-hmm. Kelly and Brandon included an oops reversal ritual that I'm like, hell, yes, I am all about this. This is fantastic. Thank you for addressing something that I have been talking about for years. This is so cool. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> yeah, that's great feedback. Yeah, we try to think of the primary categories that people are coming to us into our store asking for help with. And then we try to address mm-hmm. that with a spell. It's sort of like, there's a spell for that. There's a spell for this, you know, um, even to the degree where we have a whole chapter, which I think is unique about ancestral work And most spell books don't actually hit on that. But not only can you create an ancestral altar and open the gates, but we have a spell in there that like, let's just say you have a, sort of sorted history with your lineage and you feel like you're not really connected to them. Well, here's a ritual to help heal that family line so that you can actually approach this work instead of it being a barrier. And I was really grateful for that because the first thing, you know, anytime somebody talks about ancestor work, I mean, I've got direct lineage that I, you know, there were people that tried to kill me when I was a child. And it's like, I really Mm. need to be able to, I need to be able to work with the people that on this plane knew less because they understood less. You know, in my past, I believe that you become part of the great knowledge when you get to the other side. But while you're here, you're a Mm. shit (laughs) heel. And that's kind of it. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So I was really grateful for that. And I also was grateful for the inner child ritual because that speaks mm. directly to what I was just saying about direct abuse. So yeah. Oh, yeah. many things that you address so beautifully in this oh, book. Thank you. And a book the size, you would think. No, I mean, I was really blown away, so I thank you. Um, because you've got all these fantastic things that are like, you know, when you're a young pagan and it's like, you know, you're testing your powers and you're, does this work for me? Does this candle, mm-hmm. does saying this or, mm-hmm. you know, am I doing it at the right time? And there's a whole, you know, there's a whole confluence of things that you feel like you have to think about and you just made it so direct and so simple, but you address really deep stuff, which a lot of folks yeah. don't do. So yeah, I, well, I that's, that's how we approach how, it. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it. Oh, yeah. So we, we use ritual magic in a different way, I think. We, we've, our focus is on transformation. So how can this ritual actually help you transmute and transform your being? And then we also, because Brandon and I have a lot of history in depth psychology, gestalt therapy, Buddhist studies. And so we actually bring into our ritual the psyche, because if you can't get your psyche on board, then you're not actually going to be as potent with your ritual work. If you can't sort of get your unconscious out of the way, you're going to Mm -hmm. just have similar experiences projected on your ritual as you do in life. And so I think that's a little bit why we go Mm. through like these these hard things and we, we do, we go to, we create rituals that are, that will help you, you um, sort of like pick up the root of your issue and get that out of the way mm-hmm. so that you can actually yeah. access your power. I think yeah. that's, so that's what we brilliant. try to do. No, it's, Thanks. I, I do too. It's normally not, I mean, it's not normally something that's addressed. And I think, you're so right because if you don't believe like you know absolutely about your spell, it's not going to happen. It's just not. Yeah. Because you have to yeah. have the belief behind it. And you block, I mean, and I talk to folks about this, you know, the constant blocking of oneself because I think a lot of us are just set up for self sabotage. Yeah. And I think you address. Yeah, so this really addresses that level of self-sabotage where it gets you out of your own way, and I love that. Yes, Yes, and that's why a lot of our ritual work has to do with self-hypnosis. Like, that's the candle magic part where you're hypnotizing yourself because that's a trick. Like, that's a way to actually jump your conscious mind and skip over it (laughs) because that's usually what's getting in the way. Yeah. Thanks for noticing that. I mean (laughs) – and I think that's so awesome. I want a big book of spells out of you. <laughs> this is great. And I think, oh, good. I, you know, people people don't see that when they, you know, when you pick up the kit, it's like you, you mm-hmm. don't know what's inside. It just looks like it's really beautifully done. I mean, you've got the magnetic, the magnetic closure. You've got the pretty box. I mean, it's very decorative. But it doesn't convey the depth of what's inside of it. So I really wanted to have you on because I knew there was more to it than 
it's just a, it's a pretty box with incense and candles. It's got real depth to it. It's got real meaningful yeah. stuff that you can do that other books don't address. And I think that's really kind of hard to find these days. And I, I mean, mm-hmm. I love all my authors, obviously, but yeah. this, this just struck me differently from pretty oh, much wow. everything else I've read. Yeah, so I, I was oh, very you. taken with it because you you just really address things. The self love ritual, I'm like hell yeah. yes, especially <laughs> with the life I've had. Yeah, you know, yeah. removing blocks to love. I'm so glad it's you know because folks are generally like, oh well, how do I get the love I want? Well, you have to start with yourself, and I find a lot of people don't realize that the work starts with you loving you. Yes. Yeah. Or, or it's like, you know, I kind of believe with a lot of ritual work, the way that we approach it is that everything that you desire is valid. And it's just on the other side of all of the blocks that we put in the way between us and that thing or that experience or that love. And so really there's two ways that it works. It's like, yes, there's the magnetism. You magnetize that thing to you, but it can only come so close if you don't, um, you know, get down and dirty to remove the, the shit in the way that keeps you from actually yeah. receiving it. And so we try to cover both of that. And it's funny you mentioned that, um, which was it, the inner child ritual, because that one, it was mm-hmm. um, my editor, when she read it, she said she started crying because it was so beautiful to her and so moving. And that's when I yeah. knew we had something that was actually doing what you said, which is actually yeah. transmuting and helping people heal through these rituals. And, you know, you're right about like that's sort of our secret sauce and strategy as a modern mystic brand is to make things beautiful, to make things accessible, and then almost like trick people into healing themselves. <laughs> They're like, oh, this candle's pretty, or this book looks good. And then once they get into it, right. they're like, oh, shit, this is powerful medicine. Um, but sometimes yeah. people, if, if they know they're going in for, for hard work, they might not pick it up or they might not take that step. So we kind of hide we kind of hide the teachings in plain sight and we make things smell good and look good and seem pretty. And then people have access to it and then they go deeper. And that's kind of our, where you picked up on our trick. Well, I mean, I'm old, so I've been around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's not, you know, I mean, it's not like, and certainly there's, there's no malice of forethought. It's all for the betterment of the person doing oh, the work, sure. but. Oh, for sure. You know, I mean, it's it. I mean, I was so moved by it myself. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is fantastic. But then again, mm-hmm. I was used to fantastic stuff from you before this, because as I said, yeah. I've been a patron of your store, and I love when you walk into Modern Mystic. It's it's very beautiful. It's very new feeling in the sense of. It's not one. It's not a place like the old dusty bookstores that we used to go to in right. Manhattan. Um, it's it's shiny. It's beautiful. It's approachable. It's vibrant. The people. I'm telling you, your people are everything. I oh, love they are staff so much. We had mm-hmm. such a blast with them. They everyone wanted to say hello. Everyone wanted to know where you're from, what you're doing, how'd you get here, how'd you hear about us, can we recommend something, are you interested in this or that? I mean, they are 
so present and so focused on their client that, it, but it's like a no pressure thing either. Does anybody think you're being pressured? There is no pressure. It's like they're genuinely interested in saying, hey, and if you buy something groovy and they're here to guide you for it, but there's, it's never a pressure situation. It's, it's one of my favorite places in the world. I mean, so I highly oh, recommend wow. it to get a chance to go. Yeah, it's, it is. It's a fantastic store. I've told, like, everyone about it. Um, oh, thank you. And we were, Our team is we were the very best. Sad. Our team is the best. Yeah? Yeah. Your team, is, your team is amazing. Probably the nicest, most friendly folks I've ever encountered mm-hmm. in a retail situation, period. Just really great. Oh, you wow. did a great job. Yeah. Oh, well, they do yeah, a great job. Wonderful. And Morgan, Morgan's our general manager, and she's like, the most extroverted person and she really is just deeply curious about folks. And I think all of our team members, they really, they, this is the deal with modern mystic. We use all of our products to help transform ourselves. Like all of our employees, Brandon and I, like we do the work. And so we're enthusiastic about what we're doing because we know that it can help people. And so they're just really focused on being in service. However that looks and whether you buy nothing or like a tumbled stone or you fill up your basket, they, they just, they're healers and they hold space for people. And, um, and they, and they get a lot out of it too, because we have the most beautiful moments. We've had people propose in our store. We've had people come in grieving, you know, like the loss of a loved one that comes to our store, like, and everything in between. Um, And so, so we're really trained them to be prepared to meet people wherever they are um, on their, on their journey at that moment and presence them. Yeah. It's wonderful. I mean, when you leave the store, you not only feel like you've been blessed, but you feel like all all blessings of a good heart are welcome. And, you know, we were kind of there blessing each other. One of your staff was heading towards New York, and this is years ago. And we were like, mm-hmm. well, you know, we're, we're going we're gonna to throw good energy to your trip, and, and you're going to do wonderful things and be really successful. And we got blessed because we were told, you know, that my endeavors were doing well and we were going to go forward and we did. And I mean, it's just, it's one of those experiences that you don't forget because it's hard to find people who want to connect with other people just in general these days, especially when you have, you know, the internet. I mean, I'm pre-internet. Sure. So like, yeah. <laughs> there was a time when, you know, people actually had to physically go to you and, um, it was reminiscent of the kind of place where you are always welcome and you always feel at home, even if it's your first visit. And that's something oh, that's, that's very awesome. rare to find. And your team is, again, I can't say enough nice things about everybody I've ever encountered in your store. Um, we were actually kind of scared this year because we didn't make our Atlanta trip in July because of COVID. Right. And right. I got very concerned concerned because I was like, we're running out of sprays because my husband and my son and I are addicted (laughs) to, they have aromatherapy sprays that are bar none. I mean, they're fantastic and they're hand mixed and and they're just beautiful and and they're unique. You will not smell these things coming and going in any other shop. I'm telling you, because all your stuff you guys make, right? 
Yeah, we have a manufacturing partner that makes everything by hand for us and helps us formulate. But yeah, they're 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 our branded uh, products, and we work together with the manufacturing partner to help. Like when we have when I have an idea, you know, we collaborate together. Yeah, I was telling Kelly earlier that the, the house favorites here are the protection and the abundance sprays, and that my husband who. Bless his heart, isn't even pagan, he's Buddhist. He um, does meditation every morning, and he will, you know, asleep, awake, doesn't matter, start spraying me, go into the other room, start spraying the kid. I mean, he just goes, he goes to every doorway, every window, and, you know, he blesses the whole house using your sprays every single day. He sprays the abundance first, and then he seals it all in protection, and that's, that's oh, all so cool. That's what we do. Yeah. So you're a part of our everyday lives. There you go. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> I am. I am just receiving all of this. So oh, it feels so nice to. It feels so nice to create something with a certain intention and build something with a certain intention, and then see it be received in the manner in which you're releasing yeah. it out into the world. So thank you for for sharing all these stories because this is what it's all about for me, and to hear it reflected back even better than I had hoped is just like, it's so sweet. So thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. I mean, it's really enriched our lives. I have to be honest because fragrances are very unique. We feel energized by them. Um, They're not cloying. They're not overly done. They're not overly perfumey. You've just got to, guys, just trust me, place an order online. (laughs) They're fabulous. Um, Mm -hmm. if you can't get to Atlanta and I understand that, but what I was saying was, you know, we were upset because we were concerned, um, about how you guys were faring during the whole COVID thing because we knew our convention had gotten canceled and we weren't going to get to see you. Yeah. What's been going on? What's been happening? So, yeah, so we were actually, um, one of the first stores in our market to choose to close, um, because we just, you know, in March when we didn't know which way was up, right, and we didn't know how severe this thing was or what was going to happen. So we wound up closing mid-March to um, May 20th, and we closed down and we pivoted. And I was able to work with our essential oils partner to create hand sanitizer because she, we had all of these we had all the raw materials and we just sort of pivoted to, because that was during the time where there was a gap where no one was prepared for the amount of hand sanitizer that we needed. So our first few weeks right. we went to hand sanitizer production. Um, and then we wound up opening um, and just with limited capacity. Um, so we could only have eight people in the store at once. They have to use hand sanitizer. They have to wear masks. We're social distancing inside the space. And then we have someone at the door um, Thursday through Sunday that's really monitoring people coming in and out and making sure that they're adhering to our protocols. And then on the weekdays, we have like a little kiosk where you can, if the doors are closed, you put your phone number in and then we'll text you when it's your time to come in. And we've had, you know, we've had lots of success with that. Um, Our staff feels very safe. We haven't had any sort of incidents in our store and that's how we're going to continue. And honestly, in a weird way, like our sales are of course down from last year, but we're able to have even better contact with our customers because I don't know if you've ever been there on the weekend, but it used to be that people were elbow to elbow and our team couldn't really often talk to every single person sometimes because it was so busy. 
And now that we're limited, yeah. we can really take the time. And then also because you're limited, like only serious customers are coming in there. So they really do want to engage. It's not just like the looky-loos, as I call them, just kind of killing time. Yeah. So it's actually kind right. of in a weird way reinforced our, our connection with our local community. That's wonderful because I would assume that, unfortunately, even though sales would be down, when you're only allowed a certain number of people, your folks, because they're so attentive, they get to even focus more on whoever is in front of them and, and give them really – I mean, yeah. it's hard. Your, your store is popular. You've got a great place. Yeah. And we did come yeah. in on a weekend, but we came in early. And as we were leaving – people were piling in that's time we were there and people were (laughs) piling in and I'm like oh we came in at the right time (laughs) yeah the weekend used to get really busy yeah I mean usually the weekends pre-covid from like open to close you know we would just build momentum but it's been you know Mm -hmm. I've really I think the difference that we've felt and this is just something that you never know until something like this happens I didn't know if we were considered essential in people's lives. There's a lot of talk. I've never even heard about what an essential business is until, right, till March. And I will say it's been our experience that to people like you, there are lots of people like you where we are an essential part of their day-to-day spiritual practice and ritual. And that was also really humbling and also uplifting. That's like, oh, yeah, Modern Mystic Shop is essential to many people. And you don't know yeah. that, you know, Absolutely. you don't know that unless you're tested. Right. And, and, you know, it's funny how people, you know, when it comes to like the Judeo Christian faiths, they consider themselves essential. Well, guess what? So are we. So are the people that yeah. supply us with the things that we need for our rituals and the people right. that advise us when it comes to ritual and, you know, magic right. in general and, yeah, I mean, you're as valuable to our people as the churches to their folks, you know? So I, I, yeah, I don't understand sure. why that wouldn't be taken into account, but apparently it's not because, you know, we're us. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and we're, I mean, they, you know, we're, de- we're deemed as like a people, like a, you know, the government thinks we're a gift shop. You know what I mean? Like that's how we're, we're classified right. as a gift shop or whatever. So um, yeah. people don't know, but it's, it's, but it's true. I mean, I use our products all the time, and there's not a day that goes by that I'm not doing my own ritual. So when the candle burns down, like, I, I definitely need another one, you know? And it just, it's just cool. It was right. just really – it was just really cool to see our community show up for us again and again. And then because of people like yeah. you are on I, – I really did pivot to rebuild our website as quickly as I could and get more products yeah. on there because not everything on the, in the store is on the site. And our online sales really have made – been a game changer for us like it's really it's really helped even even the playing field with the in-store decline yes it has I can tell because a lot of my friends who own um you know shops like these they had to pivot to online sales because people couldn't get in there was a period of time where no one was allowed to go anywhere um, yeah. And I was really grateful because, as I said earlier, I was really nervous that we were running low on the stuff that we get from <laughs> you. And everybody was kind of in an uproar in my house about, well, it's the <laughs> one. I mean, it's not, again, you can't get it anywhere but your store. So what were we going to right. do? So I was like, 
Well, the website's up. Give it a whirl. See if anybody yeah. knows we're here. <laughs> yeah, so, for sure. And, and we got a response. Yeah, so we were really oh, grateful great. when we were like, four bottles, please, because we're scared. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were scared, candles, too, because, you know, sure. yeah, for sure. And what, what we ran up against, what we ran up against, which was totally foreign to me, is that we were having a hard time getting the glass for our candles or the the bottles for our spray. So even if we had the oils and stuff, there's this whole supply chain backup that started to happen. And so I had to pivot early on and just buy a bunch of, like over buy a bunch of supplies. And you'll notice maybe the next time you buy a spray for a period of time, they're going to have white caps instead of black caps, just because there were no black caps to be found with the bottles that we have or we had to switch our glass right. from black glass to clear glass. So we had to be creative so that we could keep producing these products because this, the supply chain, I had never had the experience of it breaking down. So it's been yeah. very interesting time as a because we like I said, we have the manufacturing side. So that, that part yeah. of it, I, I learned a lot of lessons this year. I'm sure. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you think, I mean, are are you guys situated in case there's another shutdown? I mean, we can, all we can do is just keep on pumping our online orders as like a backup and, you know, yeah. and, and do the best that we can and hope that if we have another shutdown that the government will help with aid, with unemployment for our team, which luckily, you know, our team made out pretty well with the unemployment that we got in the first round and, um, as long as, you know, you just got to do the best that you can. And so that's that's kind of where we're just at the mercy of, you know, I guess the, the local governments yeah. and the state governments and then obviously the federal government when it comes to aid. But I, I feel like we can weather it. And we're also working on for 2021 some digital products. So I'm redoing my tarot class, Brandon is creating his spiritual self-mastery class that he does one-on-one work into a virtual sort of class. So that's another way that we can continue to educate and have a stream of revenue that's not directly tied to the opening or closing of our doors. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. So have you been doing classes now? So I have, um, well, we used to do classes every Sunday in our store. They're called, we called it Sunday school where we would have a metaphysical expert come in and teach a live class that we pushed out on a podcast. So we had to stop those, but we started doing those virtually. I do have my Tarot 101 e-course that's a home study course that's on our website, but I'm revamping that. So this is kind of like our first real soiree into in-depth content. And then also, oh yeah, I should mention this. So we're also going to be launching a companion to Spells for the Modern Mystic, the book, Brandon and I are going to teach yeah. a six-week course. And each week we're going to go into one of the six chapters and we're going to give you sort of our tips that couldn't make it because you mentioned this, the book is so tiny. We could only fit so much. Yeah. We're going to do demonstrations, yeah, demonstration, group ritual. Um, that's actually live on the website right now. Um, you can search um, Spells for the Modern Mystic Intensive. And then you get to work with us yeah. two hours a week in a group setting to really get your questions answered and, and go deeper with the work. That's so awesome. <laughs> That's the coolest yeah. thing. Oh, my gosh. You know, I also like the fact that in addition to love, money, 
healing, you also address space and rituals mm-hmm. for space. Talk to folks yes. about that. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like we're all susceptible to the energies around our space and to have like a clean and clear baseline to start your ritual with by clearing out and protecting your space, we think is really important. So we have this one that I have a really interesting story. We've got this one for clearing space, it's um, a salt burning ritual. And my dad's not witchy at all. And they were trying to sell our family home for like a year and a half. And it was beautifully done, but they couldn't sell it. And I knew it was because there was emotional energy from our family from over 20 years. And so he did that wow. ritual in all 14 rooms in the house, and it sold at the yeah, next wow. open house. <laughs> yeah. So um, wow. it's a great way. To, yes. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh. So, so we have a ritual that we clear the space that will help, like, really tangibly free the energy. Um, we have a ritual to protect your space where you go into the four corners of your land and you put railroad ties there and you open these gates for your ancestors. We have a home blessing ritual um, where you actually invite all of the spirits in, the, uh, all of the spirits in the spectrum from light to dark. You invite them into sort of like a housewarming party to, and introduce yourself yeah. and then kind of send them on, on their way, um, which I think, I'm trying to think what else. There's one more. I think there's one to a um, to a like a. I feel like there's one more to. I, I can't remember now if this one made into the book or it was one of the ones that got taken out. To if someone moves out of your space, that you can kind of clear it after them, so that you're not sort of there's not this remnant energy. But you're so you're so permeable to the energy in your space, and you can actually generate better results for your life if you maintain the energetic hygiene of your house, like you would cleaning your house. Yeah, and I find it interesting because most of the most of the rituals that I I've heard about when it comes to moving into a new space is you know you clear you salt you do this you do that you do the other thing, but I've not heard of go in and introduce yourself. Your take on things yeah. is just really different, and that's part of why I'm so in love with it because it really mm-hmm. is you you've got other approaches that normally would not make it to a book this size. I mean, the book has, you know, like 25 rituals in it. It's not small in the sense of information. I mean, it's got lots of fantastic information. But the stuff you put in it is really intense. (laughs) Yeah, we've gotten that feedback. They're like, yeah, we've gotten the feedback of the intensity of it. And I think that has to do with, so I mainly wrote, I did, a, I did all of the writing of the book. So all of like the introductions to each chapter and, and, you know, Brandon created a lot of the rituals, but I would reword them. And I'm a very, I'm a Scorpio through and through, and I'm a very direct and intense mm-hmm. communicator. And I knew that uh-huh. we had such limited space. So I just tried to pull the most unique and important pieces. It's like, okay, if this is the only spell book that anyone will ever have access to, what is the most crucial information to help them change their lives? And that's what we packed in there. Um, and we had to get rid of like five spells. We had a whole chapter about moon rituals that we didn't include because there's other great, really great moon ritual books. It wasn't as unique as, so we tried to keep the most unique things to our practice and the way that we approach it. Well, I'll tell you what, like I said, and I can't say it enough, obviously, because I keep saying it. <laughs> It's 
probably <laughs> one of the most unique hits I've ever had. It's probably one of the most oh. unique books I've ever had. And, I mean, I have tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of books that I've been collecting since I mm, – over 40 years, okay? For, over 45 years mm. I have books. And this just struck me as so different and so unique mm. and that I just was so thrilled to share it. And I know you've got other things that you've come out with as well, other, you know, I guess more specified kits. Is that correct? What would you call it? More what? Are they more, do you have like other kits that are just like you have the intention narrowed down more? Because I thought I saw more kits no. on your website. Yeah, so we do. So, so what we do is, all of the kits that we sell individually are also in the book. Mm -hmm. So we have our love, okay. our road opener. Our, yeah. And so those were the products that we had first. And then we took all of those cells. We put them in the book with 20 more, but sometimes people, we found that people still like to buy the kits individually if they just have like a single focus or as a gift or whatever. Right. So um, we still yeah. we have both products available. Um, but, I, I mean, if you're going to – and then the difference with the other kits that we sell in our store is that the oils in the kits that we sell in the store each are different for the intention, and they're made, um, like, from an actual witch who – and we have, like, John the Conqueror's root in there and different herbs and all of that stuff in it, whereas the oil, mm -hmm. obviously, when you're going into a production of a, an international product – it's sandalwood oil, and it's and it's I'm sorry, cedar. Wait, cedarwood? Yes. Um, oil, but it's um, less specialized. So if you're really wanting to collect like these different oils, then you, you can buy the the kit from our store. Yeah, which people probably want to do anyway, just to have it because you know I I like to collect things that do multiple things. But every once yeah. in a while, it's like, okay, I'm looking for something very specific. But yeah, the cedar, yeah. the cedarwood oil is amazing. The, the, again, nothing is, nothing has given anybody in my house a headache, and some of us are prone to them. So we yeah. were really grateful to find such well-made products because. You know, when you talk about production, unless somebody is standing there in front of you hand mixing it, you really don't know. But you obviously did the research to make sure you got enough done production-wise, but the quality is so there. I mean, it's just so there. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and that's, that's a and huge tribute to my my editor. Like, when it comes to the kit that you're – like, the spell for the Modern Mystic – she is impeccable, mm -hmm. and she she sourced she helped us source all of these products, and she knew, and it's interesting. She's not necessarily a witch, but she knew that we cared so much about the frequency of each element and how important it was, and she really did such a wonderful job curating that stuff for us. And because um, you never know, like when you when you strike a deal with a conglomerate basically you don't know if your vision is mm -hmm. going to be executed as if you were to do it yourself and I she did she helped us make everything even better than my wildest dreams she's she's incredible <laughs> that's so awesome and that's a real testament to her her creativity and her you know ability to see your vision and I don't know For that sure. everybody gets it because I've, I've, I've talked to some folks who make stuff and they're like, you know, I, I 
want to do this thing with this other, you know, company, but I don't think they get me. And yeah. to find somebody who gets you and gets what you're trying to do, that that's not that easy. I mean, did you go through a number yeah. of people before you landed on her, or did you luck out? Yeah. <laughs> so what happened? Okay, so this is a really interesting. I'm a master manifester, and so. We, every um, January, we bring in this woman named Jen Mazur. She comes to our team, and she's called the Queen of Manifestation. And we go and we set intentions, and we do intensive work with her. And I said at that meeting that I, we were going to get a book deal that year with HarperCollins. And I didn't know why, wow. but I, had, I was so sure that it was HarperCollins. And so we um, went through the book process, and there were a couple of – there were like three – um, three different companies interested, but I had already got that intuitive hit that it was HarperCollins, and we moved forward. They had the best offer anyway, so we moved forward with, with that group. <laughs> but what I came to realize was it wasn't about HarperCollins. It was because Liz was there. That person I needed on my team was there. She could have been at McMillan or anywhere else, and that would have been right. the – the place, and I, I wound up telling her that I was like, I knew, and I, I knew it was Harper Collins. I just didn't know it was because it was you that was there. Wow, that's amazing! So you're like a mighty manifesting machine yourself. Yes, I am very good. <laughs> I am very, and then it's because <laughs> of a lot of things. It's, it's my ritual practice. I have very strong relationships with spirit allies, with my ancestors. I'm also a psychic medium, which really helps to hear. I'm very clear audience, so it helps me hear, like, the guidance and the next steps. And so I'm very fortunate to be highly attuned to these unseen forces and really connect with these energies that that guide me and pull me forward and help me see, see the path, you know? So do you... Do you do one-on-ones? I mean, do you do readings? What Do you do any of that? Yeah. So here's how I've been working this angle is that um, so I used to. I started as a tarot reader. Modern Mystics started because I was a local tarot reader in Atlanta, and I got very, very popular, and I was booked out three and four months in advance, and I realized we didn't have a place to send people to buy the supplies that I would recommend after the readings. So that's why I got oh. my start was actually tarot reading. Um, but then when the business wow. got so busy, I couldn't continue to see clients. So I took a couple of years off, and now I'm back mm-hmm. at it. So here's how it works. I do these um, remote, I call them lunation sessions. They're virtual or remote healing, group healing sessions. I do them on the full and new moon, and it's a subscription. Uh-huh. And so if you join my subscription for $22 a month, then you guys, that subscription group has access to readings with me. So they're the first ones when I open my books, I send it to my community, and they can do uh-huh. readings or healing sessions with me. And that's how I, I work. So if you're interested in learning more about those sessions, um, under modernmysticshop.com, you can click on experiences, and you can learn more. Wow. Okay. Well, I know where I'm going. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd really like it. The healing modality I do is very unique and not very many do it. It's called the reunion process and it uses muscle testing to guide, you know, to guide me to blockages and, and stuck energies either in your body, your chakra system and your field. And we actually can 
I can tell you exactly where it originated, whether it's a past life or ancestral or a trauma. And it's, it's this really cool, very effective sort of psychic surgery, it feels like, that, that I, I perform with people. And it's so fun. I'm sure it's fun for you, but you're thinking, aren't you digging out a lot of crap in people when you're doing those? Yes, I am. I call myself an energetic trash collector. <laughs> and it's sort of, or like, yeah, or it's sort of like, you know, when you get a facial and they're like pushing all that pus out of your face, but it's fun for the client because in the session we're transmuting. So yes, we get in touch with the desperation and the despair and the depression but then we transmute it into these like divine blessings of grace and they actually get to experience themselves in the moment, heal and shift. And so at the end of the session, everyone's feeling wonderful. And then you start to see as the session integrates your reality changes and and you experience life differently and life responds to you differently. And it creates a whole different relay. It's, It's amazing. So, like, if somebody comes to you and they have a particular issue or a particular question, you're saying these methodologies help them achieve the answer or guides them to the answers? Well, um, well, so mainly with the, with the healing – yeah, no, okay. So, like, if someone has a question for me, I'll probably just wind up doing a tarot reading and, like, we can lay out the information and kind of divine, you know, which way to go or – or help make decisions. Yeah. But if you find yourself like really stuck or you're in a habitual problem or you're having these relationship issues or you're seeing these patterns in your life show yeah. up that you want to shift, then we go in yeah. right directly for that. Um, and then in the group uh. sessions, which are, yeah, and then the group sessions are super cool that I do twice a month. I pull cards to see what the um, the most, the highest priority is to shift for the group because we're more alike than different. And so I can kind of hone in on what would be most beneficial for everyone. And then I do the session. Yeah. No one has to show up for anything. I do it by myself. And then I send a recording yeah. afterwards with the recap of the story and the facilitations to do. And it's easy peasy. Wow. That's great. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a code. You can, you can join me for the next one and see if you like it. Awesome. I'm totally, if I'm not on the air, I'm totally with you. And, yes, I'm with you anyway. Fantastic. Well, even if I'm you're, really yeah, even if you're on that. the air, yeah, even if you're on yeah. the air, you can be doing whatever you want. I do the work in the background, and then you just listen to it afterwards. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh, that's so cool. I can't thank you enough. That's so generous of you. Um, yeah, of course. Forward to it, actually, um, <laughs> I'm just giddy that you said yes. I'm telling you. Oh, I'm you're like, so sweet. Of course. Gonna, is she gonna do this? Because it's like you know, I came, I came to you out of nowhere, kind of like I'm a fan of your shop. I'm into what you do. Why don't you come on, say hello to people, let people know what's up down here in Atlanta. So, you know, I'm, like, thrilled that you said yes. I was immediately expecting to be shot down, like, oh, I'll think, because there's local people I'm still trying to get on the air. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, like, have tried to get a hold of the same person six times, and I I guess it's just not right for her yet. But, yeah, I yeah. mean, I was just tickled to death that you agreed. I'm like, yeah, well, you've got something new to promote. Let's do this, you know. 
I have to tell you, um, I've talked to a couple of people who've been in your shop because I, you know, we went downstairs afterwards. Uh, the shop is in Pont City Market, which is really a fantastic, very famous place, great food court. There's an upstairs. There's all kinds of shops. Um, and, you know, people just when they were leaving seemed so happy and so energized mm-hmm. just having been in there. So, I mean, it's not just me. I just happen to have a show. I can talk to you about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. My experience yeah. is, is not not that unique. Other people come out of head store saying the same thing I just said. So it's not just me fangirling. Yeah. This store's the real deal. These folks are the real deal. This kid is the real deal. I mean, seriously. I mean, you and I have never spoken before this, so it's not like, no. you know, this quiet deal or we've been friends before. I mean, I just was a fan of your stuff and said, hey, let's, you know, let's get you on the air and talking about it. But yeah, so I wanted to I know. appreciate it. Yeah. What do you oh, want now? My, the, the pleasure is mine. So I just wanted to know if you get, like, imp- I know you're a great manifester. We've talked about that. Yeah. I know about your classes. Yeah. I know about that. I know you did tarot. I know you do that. So do you have anything predictive as far as what's coming up in the new year? Are you getting any impressions? Yeah, I will. Okay, just take what resonates. This is such unruly times that I hate to, you know, I don't want to impress any fear or anything like that, but I'll just tell you what I'm doing in my world is that I'm sure. really hunkering down, hunkering down, trying to stay stationary, making sure that I have all the comforts I need, any sort of supplies that I might need should we get into a situation where I, we have limited food or limited mobility. And so I do think that I was, I do feel like we've shifted timelines. Like I feel like we were on, a pretty desperate timeline for many, many months. And I feel like a couple of weeks ago that we kind of like jumped to um, a slightly, if not more um, uplifting timeline, but I'm still doing the practical things to ensure that like myself and my loved ones are going to be prepared and taken care of. And I do think that things might constrict a little bit in the first quarter of this year um, as we transition the power to to a new president, and we've got to be prepared mm-hmm. for that. Like just like you asked me, are you prepared if you have another shutdown? It's like yes, we're trying our best right. to be prepared for those those outcomes. Is that similar to what you've been feeling? What have you been sensing? Um, I have been sensing exactly what's happening right now, as far as yeah. the difficulties of getting that power yeah. transitioned. <clears throat> because yeah. I think. There may be a situation where well, it's going to go one of two ways. Either they're going to go for the major steal or they're going to at some point give up and say, you know what, let's just get out of here. Nobody wants us. Sure. We're going home. Um, right. But it's going to be tough, and people are going to be at each other because of the kind of power that the current administration wields over their followers. So yeah. I have, I have yeah. some concerns. I totally agree with you when you say get, you know, and it, this is just a practical thing now. Be prepared purely from a COVID standpoint alone. 
We don't know yep. when we're getting the vaccine. We know a vaccine is coming. That's a great source of relief. But I want folks to not forget, just because we see the light at the end of the tunnel, we're not at the end of the tunnel yet. We're still right. in the middle of the damn tunnel. So be right. prepared. Definitely get dry goods like we stocked up on rice and beans and, you know, polenta yeah. and, and oatmeal and stuff that would last without refrigeration. So try as yep. much as possible to, you know, get that stuff together. So, yeah, I totally agree with you that things can reconstrict. We're already hearing about some of it, like in Michigan, where things are starting yeah. to kind of go back to more of a lockdown situation. New York may do the same yep. thing, you know. Yeah. But I, my feeling is, is that once we're all on the same page, whether we want to be or not, and that would be through a mandate, because you have to have a mandate, apparently, to say, we're all going to do this. And if you, don't yeah. get to, if you don't do this and get on board, there are going to be consequences. See, that's something that right. hasn't been said yet, but I think it's right. Coming. Yeah. And so, another, just another practical tool that we've done in our family is we've diversified our money, actually. And, you know, to have some cash, more yeah. cash on hand than we normally would, to have some uh-huh. um, Copper, copper and silver. I mean, we've really, we've kind of divided some of our goods just in case, our finances, just in case something gets trippy with the bank system. And that's probably over prepping, but it's, you have to do whatever makes your psyche calm down and feel safe right. and protected so that you can get in touch with your intuition and your discernment. So I would pay attention to your survival instincts and make sure that those are taking care of whatever that looks like for you so that you can actually hear yeah. the guidance when it's time to make choices. So let me ask you another question. Last, sure. last October, okay, so last October, not this past October, but 2019, I yeah. was panic stricken probably for like five months. I mean, I was going, oh, wow. I didn't know what I was going through. It, it was from like the end of, it was like from September until February almost. Mm-hmm. And I was panic stricken and I had no idea why. Then COVID got, COVID hit and, you know, we had a name for it. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's all. That's what it is. And I calmed down immediately mm-hmm. after being like in despair and not knowing why. So I had, mm-hmm. I mean, I knew something was coming. I just didn't know what, and sure. I certainly didn't know the scope of it. Did you pick up anything last year? I, I wish I could say that I did, but the only thing that I was depending on is um, I have a friend who's an incredible astrologer, and any sort of evolutionary astrologer that follows the transits for the or political astrologer too that follows the transits for the United States and key areas, they all saw this coming, maybe not COVID specifically, but a huge upheaval. And if you look at sort of these squares that happened, like the the similar time period was like in the 60s, and like you can block it out. Um, We actually, if you go to our podcast Sunday School, you can listen to some of the podcasts with Carrie, um, Star Crow Astrology, because she really plays it out. So, it's not surprising the time we're like right on time astrologically for all of these shakeups uh-huh. to happen, including the astrology predicted a Biden win, but the astrology also uh-huh. predicts that, that he might not, that it's not likely that he'll finish his term. So there's ways in which you can use astrology to kind of 
prepare. I wasn't feeling it energetically. I wish I was, yeah. but I was watching mm-hmm. the astrology through experts to, that, that were saying 2020 is going to be a, like a fucking bad year <laughs> or hard year. No shit. <laughs> I'm just hoping we're seeing, I'm hoping that 2021, while I know that it's going to be wrought with problems too, um, that at least we can come back to being a more cohesive country where, you know, maybe the worst instincts you have are not on public display. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where people are maybe yeah. not so vocal about the stupid things they believe, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, so, it could yeah. be. It could be. But I don't you think there was a degree, though, that we, we woke up to at least the truth of, of what half of the country thinks? And I think that a lot of people got activated and a lot of people are really fighting for what's right. I feel like we have had a little bit of a false sense of security and ne- never again, you know? Agreed. Oh, I totally, 100% agree. Absolutely. I had no idea how emotionally damaged and fucked up, you know, 7 million point three, you know, 7.3 million people were so fucking in the backwoods and so damaged and so angry. And I mean, listen, racism is going to be a thing forever, unfortunately, because people just act the way they act and they react the way they react. And I wish I could do something to make it all stop. Um, but Mm -hmm. these, I didn't realize how many of these fuckers were out there (laughs) to be honest with you. And now that I've seen them and I know where they are, I want them to go away in a real sense, but you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how to change people in that regard. All I can do is send whatever healing energy needs to happen for people to leave other people in peace. Because yeah. it's yeah. just not right, you yeah. know. It's, you think we've yeah. evolved, we haven't evolved, and it makes me easy. Because I was a child in the '60s, and we were working on loving everybody, you know. It right. was supposed to be better, not worse. And and I don't know why people go to that dark place in themselves where they have to hate like that. Uh, it's not something yeah. that makes sense to me. How do you blame somebody? for what they look like when they're born. It's not a, con- I mean, it's not something you pick. It's not something you control, just like being gay sure. or straight or bi or, you know, trans or whatever it is. You're born, I mean, my opinion, you're born that way. Nobody has yeah. the right to hate you. If you're an asshole, okay, we can take you to task for being an asshole. But something you can't control that's off the table as a reason to dislike instantly. I just don't get, that's not something I understand. I don't know why that happens in people, but apparently it happens in a lot of people. I'm glad I'm part of the majority that says, no, that's wrong. You know what I mean? So yeah, it sickens me that that a huge swath of people feel that way. Yeah. It frightens me, you know? Right. Because they're coming for all of us. It's not just one group of people eventually they whittle it down to it's only them because anything that's not them and their belief system must be destroyed a piece at a time. And that's how it happens. That's how dictatorships happen. That's how Hitler's happened. That's how Trump happened. I mean, and it's frightening. And I hope we really get ourselves out of this situation because it's an ugly place to be. 
There's not love there. Definitely not love. Right. Right. That's my opinion. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, well, some of the stuff you, know. you said was opinion, and some of the stuff you said was fact. So you keep on saying it's your opinion, but like a lot of what you're saying is fact. It's biological fact. You do not choose, you know, the skin you're born in, or the socioeconomic right. class that you're born in, or the geography, or the any of that. So. Um, right. Yeah. 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 So it just makes it, to me that you know hatred for the sake of itself is just it doesn't. Why it hurts. It hurts yourself. It hurts other people. I mean, there are people I intensely hate in my life. There are people that I hate. (laughs) And there's reasons why I hate them, because they have done terrible things to me. Um, So I feel justified in that that aspect of, of hating. But that's because I am hating as a reaction to pain being inflicted which I think is very mm-hmm. different for, for, from hating for its own sake. And, yeah, that, that bothers the shit out of me. I can't stand it. I don't understand why people feel like if it's not just like you, you have to destroy it. It makes the world a very ugly place. And I want the world to be right. as cool as possible, you know. But Americans right. are, you know, not as advanced as they think they are. But anyway... So I hate to do this, but we've kind of got to wrap up. We went a little over. So okay. Kelly, please please tell folks how to find you again and, and about yeah, the shop, sure. if you would, and the kit. Yeah. Go ahead. Hit it, girl. Yeah. All right. You can find us at modernmysticshop.com. There you can find the book and all of our products and the sprays and the experiences that I was explaining to you about our tarot readings and healing sessions. On Instagram, we're at modernmystic underscore shop. And then the book can really be found through us, but then also Amazon and Barnes and Noble. They have bought up all our books. So a lot of indie places <laughs> aren't able to reorder right now. So um, it is, you are more than welcome to buy from us, but it's equally as wonderful if you buy it from Amazon and Barnes and Noble, because then you can leave a review as a verified buyer. So if you bought it in one of those places, please, please, please leave us positive reviews. It really, really helps. That's awesome. Kelly Knight, you are cool. I hope I can get you to come Thanks. back on sometime soon. Anything. Um, I had a, I had a blast. So guys, again, Me it's too. Spells for the Modern Mystic, a ritual guidebook and spellcasting kit. I highly recommend it. Kelly Knight's awesome. The shop is awesome if you can get there. The website, you can get a lot of great stuff off the website. Um, so just do it. You know, if you're looking for a gift, Yule is coming, folks. If you're looking for a gift, this is one of the places that I am telling you has great stuff. So please check out the website. All right, guys, we're going to let Kelly go for now. Kelly, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you again. Thank you. All righty. All right, guys, I will be back tomorrow with the incredible Jason Mankey. And we've got a show on Saturday as well. And I am blanking out on who I'm talking to. Oh, I'm talking to Ethany Dawn. Oh, my gosh. Don't kill me, Ethany. Anyway, so, (laughs) yeah, so tomorrow night at 7, I'll be speaking with Jason Mackey about his little book of Yule. And I'll be talking to Ethany uh, Ethany Dawn on Saturday at 1 o'clock about her book, Your Tarot Court. So you guys have a great night. I'll see you tomorrow.